Today's episode is brought to you by the She Leads Podcast Network, the first network for women by women. Visit SheLeadsPodcast.com to learn more today. Welcome to the Creative Visionaries Podcast. My name is Tori Barker, a digital marketing specialist, business owner, mom, and you guessed it, a creative visionary. This podcast is about inspiring business owners, building connections, sharing success stories, and motivating others. Join me on this journey as we tap into your true potential and unleash your inner visionary. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us again on the Creative Visionaries podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing you to our guest, Shannon Russell. Shannon is a career transition coach and host of the Second Act Success podcast. Shannon, welcome on the show. Thank you, Tori. It's so nice to be able to chat with you. So tell us about you and how you came to this point in your life and and, uh, starting the second act of success. Sure. So yeah, so I started my career with my dream job working in television. I was a producer for about 16 years in New York City and Los Angeles. And then when I started having a family, I decided that my, well, my husband is a producer as well. So the two of us were traveling and working really long, late hours. And when I had my second son, I decided that something needed to change. I had kind of an aha moment and I realized that it was more stressful trying to leave work early to go get the kids from daycare. And it was just, I I started seeing my priorities shifting And I realized I needed to find something else to do. And it wasn't because I didn't love my career as a producer. It was more of the shift in me now becoming a mom. So it was really just this aha moment of trying to figure out what else I could do when that was kind of all I knew. Yeah. And I think uh, a lot of us moms (laughs) go through Mm. this transition and it's a constant struggle if we don't find that, that joy, once we get past, you know, these kind of changes in our life, like if we don't find that joy, then we're always in this struggling phase. And so I love that you're bringing this to light and that you're uh, an advocate and a resource for women to know that, you know, there is a second act, as you call it, and so I'd love for you to kind of to talk about that. What is that second act? You know, obviously we kind of can assume what it is, but can you tell us from your perspective what it is? Yeah, the second act is really just realizing that you need a change. And I like to say that we don't have to just have one job from the time that we graduate college until retirement, that we can actually check numerous boxes and do different things throughout the course of our life. And I think it's different nowadays than maybe our parents' generation where they really did have one job for, you know, the longevity of their career. But for us, we can do more than one thing. So we actually get to, um, you know, use that to our ability and see like how many dreams do we have and let's try, let's have more than one adventure. So for me, I knew I needed to change. And one thing I forgot to mention is that my show that I was working on was actually canceled while I was on maternity leave. So that was a sign that I took that now was the time. And I did numerous different things in trying to figure out what my second act would be. I um, decided maybe I want to be a teacher and I, you know, applied for graduate school and I took a nine to five job in a marketing firm locally. And I just was trying different things and really not feeling fulfilled in any of them. Mm. And I was really 
a fan of entrepreneur podcasts, you know, all the female, you know, leadership leaders that we watch, like, you know, uh, Marie Forleo and Jenna Kutcher and just all these big women that are just have made such a name for themselves. And in listening to a podcast that day, just sitting in the car, you know, on my lunch break from this job that I didn't like, I realized I need to own my own business. Mm-hmm. And that's when I actually took a change and I had been going to school in a graduate program to become a teacher. And I decided to open a STEM education business to teach kids STEM. And so I kind of used that as my pivot and opened my own business. And it's now been six years. So I own a Snapology franchise where um, I now have a team of 20 employees and we are in the top three of the most successful of all the Snapology franchises internationally and just really grew this business that allowed me to be close to my kids. And, you know, just really, I always say, take the skills that I had as a producer and produce my own business. Yeah. Um, And then just within the last year or so, I had so many customers, friends and acquaintances asking me for advice on how I, you know, they could do the same thing as me. And so I launched Second Act Success as my second business to help other women, you know, figure out what they could also do. Yeah. You know, one of the important things that you mentioned was feeling fulfilled, right? And I think that's that's a huge thing for um, for all entrepreneurs and women especially because um, greatness comes from joy and when you feel fulfilled because you're helping and serving others. So I love, I love that for sure. And it's funny because uh, you mentioned listening to podcasts and, you know, kind of getting that aha moment. I had a similar experience when I was listening to uh, Rachel Hollis. And uh, when her book came out, um, Girl, Wash Your Face, that was a big catalyst for me because I'm like, yeah, I could do this, right? Because, <laughs> you know, I grew up with the same mentality, like you said, you know, our our parents' generation, you were in a job for 30 years and you work hard, you work your way up and, you know, that's your career. And so that's how my parents were. And so I never really had the entrepreneurial exposure growing up. And so for me, it was like, can that, does that really work? Like, is that a possibility? And so being, you know, exposed to um, people through podcasting and reading and, and the entrepreneurial business really did bring that aha moment of yes, this can happen and you can succeed and feel fulfilled and provide, uh, you know, a service uh, for other people. So I love that. I love that that is a, a common thread for both of us. It is. I totally agree. My family was the same way. My parents didn't go to college. So I was the first in my family to go to college. And then I think because in television, it's such a freelance based project based you know, industry. So I'm used to just jumping from project to project. So when I decided to try this entrepreneur venture, I was like, well, if it doesn't succeed, then I can go back, you know, and it was, (laughs) but it was still scary and getting my husband on board and all of that. But I love that you, you just took, you know, you just went for it as well. It's that leap of faith, you know, you have to kind of just know, and, and you think about it, like, I believe in in signs, like you said, that your show got canceled and there's little things that happen along the way that are kind of pushing you towards this path of the, that you're supposed to go to. 
And so, you know, sometimes you, you hear and you recognize and you listen to those, you know, moments. And sometimes you need, like I say, the frying pan across the forehead. It's like, come on, Tori, listen up. This is where you're supposed to go. Go this way. And so sometimes, uh, you know, a little stubborn headed, uh, you got to get that frying pan moment in order to go (laughs) to the right direction. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I know. I wonder what the percentage is of people who hear that voice and don't follow through compared to those of us who just are crazy a little bit and say, okay, let's try. (laughs) So how do you, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I always tell my clients, like, you can try it. And if it doesn't work out, you can go back because you're still that person. You're still whoever you were in your first career. You still have those skills. So there's no shame in the game. You can always go back. You know, there's always that safety net. Yeah. So what are some other ways that you you help coach uh, women, men in this career change? I'm sure a lot has to do with mindset, right? Just kind of uh, mindset and, uh, making sure that you're, you're focused on, on what it is that you're going to be doing. And just, I'd love to hear how you coach people through that process. I always like to really focus on the why, because I always, you know, you see on TV and in movies that you want to walk into your boss's office and say, I quit. And that would be really exciting to do, but really it's like knowing the why, because you don't want to make a change and have you know, find yourself in the same place, just miserable for whatever reason. So I always start with the why, like, why do you need this change? And, Mm -hmm. and really focus on your non-negotiables, you know, like if you are going to make this change, are the hours going to be sufficient with being a mom and being able to pick your kids up after school? That's a priority for you. So really just making sure that you have everything aligned before making that change. Mm -hmm. So I try to, caution people to research. Like if you actually have a podcast that just came out all about, like, if you have a steady job, then you are very lucky. So now is the time to start planning that escape route and really start researching and getting your ducks in a row while you're working. This way you're prepared and you feel that much more confident when you're taking that leap. Yeah. And so tell me about some of the skills that you brought from your, um, your career into this new business and the the two businesses that you have uh, to make it successful and what, what has helped you along the way? I think a lot of people put their identity into what their, you know, career is. And you think that you can't translate those skills. And, and I was one of those people who thought that like, what a random niche of a, of a career I had working in television and producing shows. But then when I started thinking about launching my first business, I thought, well, I'm used to taking big budgets and an idea and putting it all together to air, you know, a television show. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, well, I can take this idea and I can put it out there. I was always good at, you know, obviously in television, you have to talk to agents and celebrities and you have to be that people person. And in building a business, it's a, you know, a people person, you need to be able to speak to everyone, you need to be able to promote what you're serving. So I was promoting my business to my community and to the local families. And with Second Act Success, I'm promoting, you know, my services to others. So it's really taking that and even the marketing aspects of working in television and knowing how to advertise has helped. And really just being able to form a team and, you know, make sure that everyone's working together for the end result, whatever it is, whether it's a television show or teaching children STEM education or helping people move to their second act and and feel fulfilled. 
Yeah, definitely important. And yeah, totally agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, tell me, I have, I'm sure most people come to this sort of point in the transition where you are like, oh my gosh, did I make the right decision? And so did you have any of those moments and how did you work through that um, on your end? I did, especially with my first business, it was getting my husband on board because now I'm going from this very well-paying career to essentially nothing while I'm building it. Um, (laughs) But it was really just having that like spunk, I guess, to just go after and try to say, look what I can do, look what I can do. Um, And serving, you know, both of my businesses are Mm service-based and I felt like, well, I can go and teach classes at schools for free to let people know what I can do. Um, And I did that and I would win over the schools that I would be in and the families. And it just started growing, you know, word of mouth from there. Mm -hmm. Um, Same thing with coaching. Um, You know, I started my podcast. I have a course now and I coach people one-on-one. And in the beginning, I realized I was coaching friends and acquaintances for free And I started reaching out saying, if you need help, like I'm willing to help you. And then it's word of mouth that got me my first clients. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it just kind of spreads from there. So I think when you get to that point where you're really doubting yourself, just go back to your why and knowing that you're here to, in my instance, serve. So, okay, just push through and know that if you can just get in front of people, you can share your value and it will progress from there. And it's a, it's definitely a long haul, you know, starting any business is, you know, you've got to be prepared for it to take, you know, six months, a year, however long, and, and just, just keep the faith. I think just know that you're, you're going to get there. It's just a, it's not a sprint. Yeah. And one thing that I've learned in my journey is that what you do now as an entrepreneur is not exactly what you're going to be doing moving forward because your business can evolve and you'll grow and you'll change. And so you'll have that ability to make those shifts and follow your passion, follow the, the um, person who needs you, right? The service that you can offer. And so, you know, that's one thing that I always talk about, like, this isn't final. This isn't the only thing that you're doing. You're not going to be just doing this because things change and you evolve and you grow as a person uh, over time and your business grows and evolves too. So, you know, I always like to, to mention like, Make sure you follow that and keep the faith and, you know, take this one day at a time and then just look to the projection of the future and, and know that there's growth and, and change coming that will benefit and grow, you know, for everyone. You're so right. And I think too, that you can learn from your customers or your clients, right? Like what they are asking you and you're like, wow, that's a really great idea. I can add that on. And, and it really is a like mutual, you know, experience and you're just, yeah if you just have that, like, I'm all about it, I'm going for it. And just really that confidence. I think you're right. It can, your business can evolve into something that you never thought about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like in marketing, we talk about, you know, listen to your customers, right? So you don't want to put out marketing messages that you think people want to hear you. (laughs) You want to actually answer the questions that they're asking. So it's very similar in that sense. And, you know, I, um, that reminds me of a podcast that I listened to by, um, it was Ed Milet. And he said, there was a quote that said, serve the person you once were. And so that comes back to mind for me so often, because I keep thinking about, 
who I was two years ago, three, three years ago, and who is that person, right, that I can help now that I've come through on the other side, you know, serve that person you once were. And so I always keep thinking about that, too, as my business grows and evolves, you know, how can I help somebody who was in my position, you know, and and get them to be successful moving forward and pay it forward in a lot of ways, too. Yes, that's brilliant. And I I love him too. He's so great to follow on Instagram. Um, But yeah, same thing for me, because I feel like I keep thinking back to the mistakes that I made, or I call, I shouldn't call them mistakes, but you know, going, paying for graduate school and not ending up using that degree or taking a nine to five job that I was miserable at every day. All those things that I chose are, were learning lessons for me. And now when I'm working with clients, I can talk to them about that because I feel like I went down different paths and I can hopefully prevent them from doing that. But always looking back to that, that fear that, you know, you and I had when we were first starting out that fear and the uncertainty and imposter syndrome and all of those feelings that we have. And just knowing that like, we can use that experience to help someone else. Yeah. And I know for myself as a podcast host, getting to, interview different people is a a lessons that I learned from my guests as well. So do you have similar experiences as you're interviewing guests and, you know, kind of learning from what, what your guests are saying or the stories that they're telling you, how do you, how do you take that and, um, you know, implement that into your business and help, you know, other clients moving forward? That's a great question. And it's fun because on my podcast, I interview people like you and I who went from one career to the other and kind of hear how they did it. So it not only helps me, but I can use their stories when I'm dealing with my clients or my students. And there are so many different ways of transitioning and different ways of, of moving from one act to another. So I feel like I've learned a lot from my guests. And also, I don't know about you, but I feel like I've become friends with, with, you know, a good amount of my guests. And, and there's one um, guest that I had and she and I just hit it off. And now we do our own, we call it mastermind every other week. She lives in England. I'm in, (laughs) in New Jersey, but we talk and we help each other with our businesses and her business, what she's doing in her business, you know, helps me with mine. So I feel like there's just so much you can learn from having our podcast and and meeting other entrepreneurs. Absolutely. I think that the network uh, in this business the is so essential. And especially in podcasting, I don't know what it is. There's just something special about podcasters, right? We have this own like little like community and it's like we all just want to help each other. And I love that aspect that we're not competitors, right? We can all help each other and we can all benefit from each other. And, you know, let's, you know, push each other along and help somebody else succeed. And, and I totally agree. It's like when you talk to people that you've never met before, you know, podcasting gives you that opportunity that you may have never had, right? Like we're on opposite sides of the U.S. I'm in California, you're on the East Coast of New Jersey. And so it's like without this, without this uh, platform, we would have never had the opportunity to connect and, and learn from each other, share our stories, help each other grow over time. And so for me, the network and the community that comes from podcasting and, and just the entrepreneur, entrepreneurial business is so essential. And so just, you know, tenfold the more important versus the, you know, actual podcasting itself. I love what comes after, before and, and ongoing from a podcast for sure. 
And don't you love just supporting your guests and other people that you've been on their podcast just on social media? And I've had guests of mine. I had this one adorable guest of mine who reached out and said she was doing her first Instagram live. And she always liked that I commented and liked her posts. And she was wondering if I would show up when she did Instagram live because she didn't want no one to show up. And I always remember that. And I'm like, wow, like, you think that liking someone's comment or being mm-hmm. supportive online is such a little thing, but it means a lot to people. And yeah. to me, that was just so sweet that she thought of me and that my little hearts and likes on yes. things meant something to her. And and I will always do that to someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, just to tell you a funny story too, another um, one of my guests who is a published author and I really public, you know, I read her book. I loved it. I was promoting it. She took me to lunch yesterday. She happens to live in New Jersey and she drove down and was like, let's get together. And we had the most lovely time meeting in person and just talking about our careers. And I was like, wow, this is so incredible to get Mm -hmm. to make friends with people that you, like you said, we wouldn't have had the opportunity for otherwise. I know. I think that's, that's one of my most uh, things that I look forward to the most is um, having the opportunity to make that in-person connection. Cause I'm such an in-person, like, you know, Oh my gosh, come here, give me a hug kind of guy, you know, like let's, let's be friends. <laughs> so taking that virtual to the in-person, like I am like, well, you know, wh- where's a conference that we can all gather at, you know, like let's all get together and like, <laughs> let's oh, yeah. get to know each other. I went to podcast movement this past August and it was incredible and I'm excited to go. You have to go next, next year and then we can meet, but it was really cool. I sat in a room and I saw like someone looked over at me and it was a guest of mine and I had just started my podcast last spring, but what are the chances? And we got to meet in person. Like I love that. (laughs) We should meet up. We should meet up at one of the conferences. Yes, for sure. Well, so, so tell me some kind of final thoughts and like advice, like how do you know when you need to make that transition or just any tips that you would have for anyone who's kind of on the fence and not sure, you know, that they can make that second act, uh, what they should do, just kind of any tips or advice you might have. I just always think that you want to wake up excited every day and you want to feel like you are fulfilled. There's that word again, and that you're just happy and that you're contributing to the greater good. So if you feel stifled in your career and you want to make a change and you had these things floating around in your head that you're not sure which to pursue, you know, take that time. Like I said earlier, like while you're at this job, like research, you know, take the time while you have a paycheck coming in and do as much research as you can, but it's okay to make that leap and try it. And like I said earlier too, if you don't succeed, you can go back. You still have those skills and that experience. So you're still a nurse, even though you want to become a teacher, you can go back to nursing. So I just encourage everyone to try it. We get one life and why not be able to say that we've done two or three of the things that we've dreamed about when we were little girls and, and just be able to feel like, we're finding something that we love to do that fits our lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know, like that fits for me was finding something that I could do to be closer to my boys and be more present in their life. And, you know, it, it worked out for me and um, I kind of feel like it can work out for other people. If you just really try to find that thing that you've been longing for and, and make it fit with where you are in life. Mm-hmm. Listen to that intuition and follow it because it's there for a reason. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Well, Shannon, thank you so much for being a guest today and for sharing your information. And 
Is there anywhere we can have the guests go to learn more about you or how, the, how they can get some help with that second act that they want to take that leap for? Absolutely. Yeah, you can go to secondactsuccess.co and you can sign up for my newsletter. I have a free vision board there that's a really great resource to kind of take you from where you are now to where you're going to be going. Um, and it has links to my podcast and my coaching. And I have um, the second session of my course, the Second Act Accelerator, is launching in January. Awesome. So, so yeah, everything's right there. And I'm on Instagram at Second Act Success as well. Perfect. We'll definitely go on there. Check that out. Follow Shannon on Instagram and thank you again. And, you know, make it a great day, everybody. Thank you, Tori. Thanks so much for listening to the Creative Visionaries podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe, leave us a review or share with a friend. Also make sure to visit us online at creativevisionariespodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And stay tuned for more episodes to come. And remember, it's time to tap into your true potential and unleash your inner visionary.